All right, hello everyone. Week 45 recap is officially in session. Um, absolutely crazy. November just ended, uh, you know, onto the start of December. Whew, man, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff going on, uh, and, and it feels like time is just flying by. A lot of shit happening. So yeah, let's just get let's just get straight into it. So acting wise, what happened? Well, a few things happened. First and foremost, I had my first table read, and it's it's funny. I'll tell you guys how how that happened. Um, and if you don't know, table read is basically where you get together after you've gone through the process of additions and all that stuff. Or sometimes, you know, you just get called in the. Uh, uh, into the table read like in this instance but usually it's you go through auditions and all that and and the directors and everyone and producers have the cast already in mind so they have everyone and then go they go through uh, a reading of the script with all the quote-unquote casted characters now you know the reading could go good or it could go bad and if it goes back they can it's their chance to see how everybody mashes with everyone what the chemistry is and so on and so forth so anyways, I uh, was called into a table read by Matthew Cook, um, the director that I've been telling you guys about, the one that you know I worked for for a couple months, the one I've been doing stuff on the boxing gym, and and um, you know now the table read, and it's funny, it's funny how I said, man, uh, you know all this stuff is sure call it luck, call it whatever, but. You got to be there, right place, right time, but you have to consistently and persistently show up and be there. So that's that. Let's get to the table read. It was a cool experience. Um, oh, and then what it is, it's, it's actually Matthew wrote a feature, which is actually pretty damn good. Uh, wrote, uh, read the entire script uh, called Sabotage. It's like this, this funny, romantic, kind of dramatic love story. Um, and I thought it was a really good script, and he had me read for the main character's best friend, along with about four to five other characters. One of them being an, you know, an English drug dealer. Um, pretty interesting stuff. So I went there. We we went through the table read, and and it was just a cool experience to be there with everyone and and meet some, you know, other actors and kind of just go through that entire process. Um, so yeah, that was that was a very cool experience, and uh, you know. I'm uh, I'm really happy that you know he called he called me out and asked me to read. Um, you know he's he said hey really liked your work, great job, uh, and then we'll just see what happens now. I think he needs you know he, he needs north of two to three hundred grand to to potentially make that thing. So I don't know if he's got an investors lined up or what's going on, but you know it's still you just got to get your foot in the door and you just got to. Take every every chance you get, you know. Take every shot, and that's what this was. So, nonetheless, though, it was a really cool experience to kind of be there and see what that atmosphere was all about. So, got that done this Wednesday. Um, I finished the audition book by uh, Michael Shirtliff. It's funny I keep <laughs> mispronouncing his uh, his name, but now I know it. It's Shirtliff. When there's a T in there, um, great book, awesome book. Gives you the down and dirty kind of the low key of uh, uh, the 411 of like what you need to do in the audition room, how to stand the part and all that stuff. And most of that stuff coincides with all the with the acting techniques that I've already learned and picked up on. But it's it's again, it's always good. It's always good to get different perspectives from legitimate, credible people to kind of shape, you know, your technique and 
either it's a aha moment or it's a oh okay cool i've read that at three other places so now that's really fortified into like something that could potentially work so it's a good book and i'm i'm also thinking of potentially i don't know if I think this might be valuable, but just getting each book that I'm reading and then doing kind of like a five-minute spiel on it, five to seven-minute kind of like what the book's all about, taking the, you know, highlighting the most important points and then doing kind of like a a, uh, a book synopsis here, episodic. So I, I do each book as I go, you know, and read them and then kind of give you the what you need to know in five minutes about the book. I don't know, might do it, haven't decided yet. Got a lot of stuff going on though, uh, so that's on the back burner, but potential thought. Uh, first I need to upload what I have here. That's gonna be a freaking gigantic monumental task. So we'll see We'll see what happens. So that happened, the table read, finished the book. Um, fi- finally found the DP, which is director of photography for the scene that I wanna shoot with Connor, the invisible hand scene. But, you know, I feel like this guy's, I mean, I don't want to say he's asking too much, but I think it's out of our budget. He wants $250 for us to help us shoot, and I'm just kind of like, not to say that's unreasonable or anything, I'm, you know, it definitely is. There's a lot that goes into it, but, uh, I mean, it's LA. I, I want to find other passion people that are down more so for the project than they are for the actual you know, the actual money aspect of it. I'm not saying, you know, separate the two, but I guess if they go hand in hand, that'd be great. Like, hey, I'm willing to do this 100 bucks to help you guys out, use this for my reel, and get this get this solid footage, you know, uh, that I get to work on. That's kind of the, the approach that I would like from someone or to have someone jump on. But again, it's tough finding that true professional that's going to do good work. And then I don't want to say do it for cheap, but but be part of the, the, the passion aspect of it instead of the money aspect of it. Because this isn't a – I don't want this to be a one and done in other words. Like if I find a you know good DP, then I can, I can use them for other projects. I, wanna, I want like that relationship. You know, and this guy felt very business oriented. Like, first of all, he agreed to 150, which I was cool with. And then he's like, well, now that I think about it, uh, I'd have to do 250 and you have to reimburse me for miles. And like, eh, it's already like, dude, do you like the project? First of all, do you want it? Is this something you want to have? And if it is, you know, then let's figure it out because we're all we're all in the same boat. You know, nobody's getting rich off of this stuff, you know, so We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We still might go with him. Again, hey, fair play to him. He's asking, you know, he wants to make money. I get it. I get it, man. It's just, uh, ideally, like, I'm looking more so to create a team than I am to, like, look for the best deal. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's making any sense, but we'll see. I don't know if we have that as an option. Because I know uh, me and Connor put December 7th as a deadline and uh, Christoph would have been perfect, but Christoph just had a, uh, uh, he, he just had his baby, so he's definitely going to be busy and out of commission for a little while. Um, understandably so. <laughs> I can be like, yo, I know you just had the baby, but uh, yeah, what are you doing this Wednesday coming up? <laughs> you know, we need, a, we need a DP, man. Need your help. Um I don't know, because uh, Christoph's great. Love working with him. He's very creative, and, and he's good at what he does. 
But we'll see. I'm going to keep searching. We have this guy as an option. I mean, you know, could always go to him. But uh, we'll see if we find somebody else. And also working on, on finding a sound guy as well and a lighting and a light guy. So, you know, putting together the team. And to be quite honest, I've been... I haven't really been working on it too much. I've placed maybe like a couple hours in, in this stuff and I found the guy. I mean, it's... I haven't been proactive about it. I'm just going to be straight up. But at least that's in motion. That's moving. I got some people that I've reached out to, some people that are going to reach back out to me about people they know, and definitely going to make that happen. I don't know if December 7th is going to... I mean, it could. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to push, but again, I don't want to make it a quality ski here, you know? So I want to stay focused around that. And make sure we get the right people on board so we can get a good quality project. Because I really like the scene and um, that should be good. Um, in addition to that, I had my class back in Groundlings. I wasn't, uh, I didn't go for a class on Monday because I was in Phoenix. So, But Wednesday back at it. And it was just good. Got into uh, character mode this time. And it's funny because I did a character off my ex-boss. Uh, Man, this guy, this guy's hilarious. Um, so it was really fun to kind of get into that character. And, and yeah, improv is like very therapeutic. Love the energy, love the class, like I've mentioned before. Love the teacher. It's just good vibes. Good vibes. But uh, yeah, this upcoming week is my last day there. And, and that's kind of, that kind of sucks. But uh, I think I'm going to join again. Join a different, whether it's another workshop or maybe do, um, or I don't know if I could begin like the actual classes you know they have beginners intermediate and advanced so not sure if i have to wait like a few months since i wasn't accepted on the on the last edition um uh run through or if i can re-edition again or if the teacher can recommend i don't know we'll see what happens there um speaking of improv i went to my first well, i went to my first improv show this thursday actually and man that was that was awesome. It was talk about skill, talk about talent. These guys killed it, knocked it out of the park, man. It was it was really great, great thing to watch. They were just going back and forth. One of them, I mean, they they were just meticulous in their work, and they were really, really good. I was really taken back at the at that raw level of talent. They were all on top of it. They were they were almost like too good. So I always wonder, I'm like, do they plan people in the stage where they're giving them, like, topics and they've prepared for them? Because it can't be that good. Needless to say, even if they did, they were still fucking good. So props, you know, to, to, to all the performers out there, man, especially in this city. There's a lot of talent. So they were, they were you know, it's awesome seeing that awesome talent. And kind of sad, too, to see that, like, man, here are these guys, super creative, super... You know, they probably worked so hard to get to where they are and then getting paid, what, it's like 10 bucks a ticket. Maybe making 100, 200 bucks a night if they're lucky, 300 maybe, fuck, even 500. You know, it's like, I don't know. Um, but hey, that's 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 the business, I guess, huh? Um, so anyways, that was a great experience. And it was actually my first improv show here in L.A. I mean, I'm going on 11 months now, close to 12, close to that year mark, and uh <sighs> kind of like, what the fuck? Why Why did it take me so long to go watch an improv show? So definitely going to, you know, try to attend and see more shows because it was, it was really inspiring and it was really cool to see. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely 
check out ground links improv shows because they're, they're all pretty solid um, okay in addition to that let's see what else uh, ta -ta -ta -ta. Oh, I did another interview this week with um, um, this girl from my improv class, Marissa. Awesome, awesome girl. Um, man, she's she's got an interesting story from Japan originally. Moved to Australia when she was 10, kind of like when I moved to Phoenix when I was 10. And she's her husband's an actor and, and she's into acting and she's kind of going back and forth between Australia and here so that's a real interesting story and I thought it'd be interesting for you know all international people to kind of see what her experience is like you know and uh, yeah so got that done and then also another contact I made through uh, Mr. Cook is this guy, Michael Berry Jr., which is actually, if you've seen Pirates of the Caribbean, he's Twig on Pirates of the Caribbean, just like one of the uh, bad pirates. Awesome, awesome guy. In his mid-50s, Irish. He's, he's, he's been in Mission Impossible 3. He's been in um, the, new, the Hangover 3 um, and a bunch of other stuff. And, yeah, real solid dude. And I met him at the boxing gym with Matthew Cook once and we started talking and we, we all went to lunch afterwards and you know I kind of sent him some of my stuff he saw it he he liked it he gave me good feedback basically said hey you you know you're ready to go in other words uh you're solid man um if you need help with whatever let me know but I mean you're you're, you're good to go which was really cool to see and you feel he's he's a very very humble very authentic um you know just 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 an all-around like pretty cool guy to be around and what I'm doing is he's getting ready for this role so he wants to bulk up and he asked me if I could help him out and he said you know in in exchange of that he'll help me with any acting stuff so it's like a perfect combination get to work out hang out with this guy ask him questions he's kind of like a mentor at this point you know which is which is pretty cool um, and then yeah he's down to do a scene with me he's down to you know, maybe direct something I'm shooting or, or give me uh, uh, just acting advice in general. Look at any character work that I want to work on, monologues, whatever. And yeah, this this uh, this Saturday, Saturday or Sunday, I think it was Sunday. Um, oh, Saturday. Yeah, we had our first workout session. I created a plan on him, put it on Google Drive and did all that stuff. So that was pretty solid. Uh, and then we had coffee afterwards. We kind of went... Uh, just kind of through some of his experiences, which I'm going to have him on the Espresso Tales as well because he's a real interesting guy. Um, so, yeah, that'd be great. And I closed another deal. Told you your boy's playing offense. Man, this deal was dead, and I just persisted and persisted and persisted until I got the deal done, which was past the deadline. Just had to make it happen. Though. And it was so many times I could have just walked away, but I'm like, no, I'm already... I'm already halfway here. Finish it. You know, finish it. Get it done. Get it done. And that's what I kept telling myself. Even when it was a hard no, hard no, I mean, you know, it just, just made it happen. So that's good. And then in addition to that, making some other business calls, setting some stuff up, right, so I can keep this thing going as far as the sales gig is concerned. And, uh... Yeah, that's that's basically it. That's basically it for week 45. And 
you know, we're already on 15 minutes, so I don't want to go any longer, but I got a, man, I got a uh, interesting story. Um, yeah, I got an interesting story, man, of uh, this this girl I kind of been talking to, and um, yeah, talking about all in, going all in, taking risks, and uh, rewards, consequences, all that shit. Um, uh, maybe I'll save that for next week. I'll save that for next week because I don't want to go if I if I talk about that, then I'm a, uh, um, you know, I'm probably gonna get into the high twenties as far as minutes. So yeah, that's it. We'll leave it for that for right now. I'll I'll definitely recap on that story next week, and um, you know. <laughs> I'm kind of debating to myself, should I say it or not? It just, uh, I don't want to start that. Because I want to say it in the fact of kind of that's, that's... All right, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just tell the story right now. Right now, in 17 minutes, you're already in. Go get a, make yourself some espresso or, or, or grab a can of beer or whatever it is you're drinking. And, uh, you know, buckle up for the next 7 to 10 minutes or so. Fuck it. So here's the deal. I go to Phoenix, man. You know, while I'm in, in, you know, the Thanksgiving Black Friday weekend. And Nathaniel, one of my best friends, is in town, right? My cousin's there. My brother, everybody's there. And, um, you know, when Nathaniel's in town, we, we just go out. We, we go out and we, we we enjoy ourselves, man. We like to have fun. It's, it's it, you know, it's so great catching up, drinking some whiskey usually, and, and, and just hanging out with your boy. That's, it's, it's, it's so important. And it's such a good time, you know. So, anyways... I go, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Phoenix again, we go out, and on one of the nights, I, you know, I'm going to this bar, and I walk in, and as I walk in, I kind of do a double take, and I see this girl, she's standing there with, seems like one of her friends, or maybe she was a hostess, I don't know if she worked there, or if she was just there, but she was right by the door, and I literally stop, and I turn back around, and I just beeline. I mean, I was fucking kind of like nervous and scared, but I just didn't care. I was just kind of, man, I need to get to know this girl. I don't know. That's the, that's what was going through my mind. So I walk straight at her and I say, hi, I'm Irvin and I have to get to know you, you know? And, uh, she was kind of like taken back, like, ah, you know, we chit chat for a little bit and I'm like, okay, well, it seems like you're probably leaving and I don't want to, you know, keep you for too long. So I'm like, do you have an Instagram account? She's like, oh, um, yeah, sure. I'll give my Instagram and she, we exchange information on Instagram. And I don't ask for a number because that's, you know, that's a commitment. She's there with a friend. It's kind of like weird, you know, keep it light, Instagram, and we'll go from there. So she gives me an Instagram and I'm kind of thinking about it, whatever. And that night I kind of write something, I don't know, on her profile. It's kind of like, take a chance on something or I don't know and I just played to that I'm like oh take a chance on me say hello or something like that so you know a couple days later or the next day she responds back we start chatting a little bit here and there and I found out she's actually visiting a friend and she's from Michigan and that day she is in Sedona which is about two hours away from Phoenix so I'm like, shit, I'm like, I really wanted to meet you for some coffee because I leave the next day. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, I leave the next day too. It just, it, it can't work out timing-wise. I'm like, okay, I understand, whatever. So 
you know, I, I head back and, you know, I talking to her and talking to her and before you know it, we're, we're going back and forth, back and forth and the conversations are getting longer and deeper and then now I get our number and, you know, we start texting and we start speaking on the phone. Long story short, you know, we're in it because I have this thing too where I just cut off the fluff. I cut off the bullshit and it's like I get straight into it, like into the deep shit. Or else if we can't get past that, then, you know, this conversation's not going to go anywhere, you know? Because I'm just, I get bored and I'm like, I don't, I don't have time and I don't care to talk about surfacey bullshit. You know, let's talk about the deep shit. Like, you know, what are you all about? What do you really enjoy, you know? What are your biggest fears? Like, fucking, let's, let's get into it. That, that's, that's what I find enjoyable in getting to know somebody, you know? So, in the process of that, though, I... I have this tendency where I bond with people much quicker. So we bonded. We bonded pretty fast. And, you know, I was just in love with the story of how I met her. Because, again, I'm, I'm a big, I'm, you know, I'm a passionate guy, if, if you don't know by now. Um, you know, I'm passionate. I want everything in my life to be this, 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 tri, you know, triumph, uh, 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 just, just triumphic, like, event you know what i mean like i don't want to just meet somebody and just i want everything to be like all in i went all in i was scared i took the risk this and that like last minute you know kind of like the cinderella story she's leaving i'm leaving i get her information boom 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 right so i got so caught up into that story and I'm like wow and as i'm getting to know her i'm like oh man like she's she's solid and and i'm not really you know i'm i'm uh, I don't want to say I'm picky, but, but I mean, everybody's picky. You know what I mean? Everybody's got their idea of what they want and all that. But I don't really bond uh, that easily with, with people um, and with girls. It just, it, it takes me, you know, it, it takes some time just because I think pretty weird, I feel like. And, um, you know, and uh, cultures albanian i mean american i'm like there's so much it, it's so complex right so for me to bond with a girl and to be like oh wow okay well we'll see where this goes you know um it, it it's kind of rare so the fact that i was bonding with her the fact that we had the story the fact that all that shit i'm just like look you know um and and you know we went through all the deep deep questions and answers and all that shit that you, you know, might take somebody six months to get to know someone. Like I said, you know, cut through the fat. Let's get straight into it. Um, you know, conversation's going great. I'm feeling good. And I'm just like, I'm an all-in kind of guy, right? I'm I'm a romantic fucking, just, just, just one of those hopeless romantic romantics, you know? I hate to say it, but that's not even hate to say it. It's just like, you know, it is what it is, man. That's who I am. I'm not, you know, I, I fucking, I love the idea of, of all this stuff. Like I'm, you know, romance is dead nowadays and I feel like everybody's so like hard and try to put out this front and try to be cool with it. It's like, to me, I really enjoy when somebody's vulnerable, when somebody's honest somebody's loyal when somebody is truthful and open and fragile and and take risks that that to me is like sexy it's 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 
it's rare, you know. It's like it's cool when you're yourself, when you're not waiting 10 minutes or 20 minutes before I text them back or call them. It's like, nah, just follow what you're feeling, you know. So anyways, I went all in with this feeling. I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to see what happens. I'm going uh, uh, to ask her to come out here and, and see me and just hang out because we never got that opportunity, you know, and back and forth. And she's like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I'm like, I know. It's fucking nuts. Whatever, though. Let's just, let's just hang out as if, you know, you, you were here, but let's spend three to four days together. And just fucking hang out, you know, uh, make you feel comfortable, whatever. If you want to get in the Airbnb, right, I get it. Like, I just want to basically like hang out with you, just be around, you know, one another and, and, and just fucking see what happens as friends um, and then see where that goes, right? So did that, booked the first ticket um, and after we did that, She's kind of like, oh my god, I booked a ticket, we, or we booked a ticket because we just went half and half on everything. Um, well, actually, I paid for it because I told her, I'm going to just do it. I'm going to just fucking pay for you to come out here, right? And then she hit me back up saying that, um, listen, it's not going to work because she works in the ER. And she's like, it's not going to work because, you know, I... Um, yeah. I didn't know that I, you know, I didn't have any days off that week, or I only had one day off. Something crazy. They were short-staffed. Whatever. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm, I feel terrible. I shouldn't have committed before, like knowing. Yada yada yada. So we'll we'll cancel it. And she's like, I'll just, you know, it's fair. I'll just give you half of what you spend. I'm like, you know, whatever. I get it. That's fine. Then we started talking and talking again, and I'm, I'm just like, well, shit. So we did it. I'm like, well, what about if you came over here for maybe two days instead of the four days or five days that we had planned, right? Just fucking two days. I just, I still want to see you, you know? Just to hang out because I'm, I'm talking to this person. We're doing all this, you know, FaceTime, all that shit. I'm just like, man, I just want to see you in person. I just get that opportunity. Even if it's for a day or two, I don't care, right? So we look at tickets again and we bit one way. Because she already had the ticket on Tuesday, which was for this upcoming week, this Tuesday. And, you know, she was going to go back Saturday. But now she's like, well, what I got about if I go back Thursday or Friday? I'm like, whatever. Like, again, as long as we just hang out, like, that's that's all I, I you know, basically want. Um, and she's like, okay. And we go back and forth, back and forth. And we even booked an Airbnb and all this shit. And we just, I'm like, all right, well, let's just, you know, whatever. Like, I'll pay half of it. Uh, um, and then see what happens, you know, because, <laughs> so, I do that, and this thing that I booked for this, this week, it's actually for this week, it starts Wednesday and Saturday, so I could have also chosen to work two days from that, so make more money, but I chose to forego it, because she's coming into town, and of course, the preparation, the whole thing, and I'm super pumped up, man. You know, I'm just, ah, we're going to do this and that. It's just, it's just cool to have this experience, this story. And then she just all of a sudden becomes distant and distant and distant. And, you know, she's not even returning my phone calls. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, God. She gets cold feet. In addition to that, she goes on a fucking date with somebody out there, too, I found out. And that was like a... Oh, such a dagger. Not so much. I mean, I get it. We don't know each other. We're just in the beginning stages. But you know what? Like, 
God damn, if you're going to fucking be in, be in. Like, that's what's beautiful. That's what gives life meaning. It's like, sure, I could do whatever. I could date other girls. I could talk to other girls. I can do fucking whatever, you know, technically. But it's like, how cool would it be if you don't do that? And if you just kind of truly give your time and commit to just one person, at least to this time till you get to know them. And you're already planning to come out here, so while you're here... Get to know the person, and if you don't like it, whatever comes to be, then, then you know, then you cross that bridge when you get there, and you say, hey, you know what, it was it was worth a try, but we really didn't have the chemistry, or, you know, I'd rather just stay friends, whatever the hell it is. And I just felt like it was so, you know, I don't want to say disrespectful, but it was kind of like, what the fuck, you know, um, it sucked, it sucked to find that out, and and then after that, she's like, you know, the more I think about it, the more I, you know, I just, I just don't think it's a good idea for me to come out there. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, right? Like I made all these preparations, did all this stuff, you know, forego the, the work, like forget the financial investment, but the time investment that I had and, you know, and then she just wasn't picking up my calls and she was just texting instead of calling and it's just like, wow, man, like, I get it. You get cold feet, I get it. It might seem too fast, you get scared, like, I get all that. But how she chose to handle it really fucked with me. Uh, so this week, that was that was kind of dealing with that, man, was 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 a little difficult, you know? Um, especially because you have these expectations set up, and, and as a fella isn't hard enough, you know, with everything you got to endure and overcome, then it's like now this whole... Like, I just want an opportunity where we just hang out as two human beings and have some fucking coffee and talk face-to-face. -face. That's all. Even if it's one day and and the cherry on top is I'm calling and calling. I'm like, just fucking talk to me. Like, it's okay. I get it. But just at least give me the satisfaction to talk to you on the phone. You know what I mean? And after a while in text, she's like, look, I'm sorry. There's nothing to talk about. Uh, I hope you have a great life and yada, yada, yada. And she fucking blocks me. <laughs> yeah, she blocks me, man. That's the first time um, where I felt like, wow, whoa. Like, and this is the shit that I talk about. We get hit with instances like this. So how do we bounce back, you know? Because it hits. You take a hit and you're... It's your self-confidence. It, 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 every, everything financially. I went on the stretch. I went all in. I chose to be fucking romantic. I chose to, you know, and this this is the girl that, that a week ago was like, you know, it's is it weird that whenever you text me, it makes me feel good, warm and fuzzy inside or whatever. And it's like, you know, saying stuff like this and then doing this, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, again, I'm not, I mean, a lot of, I'm not saying she's, you know, a bad person or anything like that. Um, I'm sure she's, you know, she's got her reasons. To be fair, she was always has it. She got off, a, a, you know, a long distance relationship, and I get it. I mean, but but at least have the decency for the sake of the time and investment spent with this person to pick up the phone and say, "Look, I'm sorry. It's just." I texted you everything I had. There's nothing for me else to say. I can't make it. And and I apologize. Like, I just, I don't know what to say. And and I need some space. I need some time. You know, I can't talk about this. right. Just talk to me. 
let me get out whatever I need to fucking get out and say, wow, you know, that makes me feel real shitty, you know, but hey, I understand. And that didn't happen. So I was like, I had this like thing. I'm like, I want to release and I couldn't and I get blocked and it's like, whoa, makes you feel like a fucking crazy person, you know? And I want to, I want to, and the reason why I'm telling this story, I don't usually like to get this personal with my situation, but I, you know, I, I thought this is a story worth mentioning because this is the reason people stop going all in. People stop choosing to be romantic. People fuck other people over, you know, because of situations like this, you go all in, you, you take that risk, you, you want to believe in love and, and you know, all the romance and you do things the right way and you're spending all your energy and time and creativeness and, and you're giving it to this other person freely because you're choosing to, which is a beautiful thing. And it's like that gets fucking crushed, you know, and you got to remember though that, and I took, I took some time. I took a day off. I'm just like, man, fuck everything. Let me just, let me just check in with myself. And you know, I, I, Wrote some shit down and, and, and got it out that way. And, uh, you know, because it really, it really, it's stuff like this that makes you lose hope, man. And that's that's a, a powerful thing to have or not to have, you know. If you don't have it, you know, it sucks. And if you do have it, it also sucks because you'd be burned. It's Look, at the end of the day, you're going swimming. You're going to get wet, you know. This is what this is. It's It's... You're taking a risk. I expect, I expect. I'm like, okay, I'm taking all these risks. I'm going all in, but fuck it. I'm just choosing. I'm choosing romance over reality, right? I'm choosing dreams over reality, over all everything that's that's against you. I'm choosing the pros. I'm choosing the wishful thinking because this is what this is why we're doing all this. This is why I'm in LA. This is why people quit everything and, and chase their dreams and do the craziest things because this is fucking life. This is what the world, this is what makes fucking life beautiful, you know? And if I were to redo it again, I'd probably do it the same way because it's true what I felt. Um, but what sucks, it's not the money, it's not the time, it's not none of that. It's the fact that you feel this bond with this person and you think you understand them at some level and then they turn around and do a 180 on you and don't even give you the decency to express yourself. That's what fucking sucks, you know, or, or the opportunity to meet or, or at least like, wow, all the things that you're saying completely are not backed by your actions. Makes you lose a little bit of hope, you know, um, but I don't know. I don't want to be quick and say that, oh, you know, life goes on and brush it off and it is what it is it's like no you take a toll you really do you take a toll but again pro and con you weigh everything out anyway uh, for me it's how i live my life i go all in on things you know it's a way to do it i i was i was betting on romance i was betting on a love story i was betting on potential i was betting on a dream <laughs> and uh it didn't work out well, that's it, folks. You you gotta. That's the reality. That's the reality. You know, we always hear after it works out. And I did this. I dropped it out. But but no, this is the fucking other side of it. The other side of the coin. It sucks. You're gonna take a hit. You're gonna take a toll. 
Um, I don't know if I'd do something like that again. Like, I want to say yes, and I think my personality is a yes, but for right now, I don't know. I don't know if... if Maybe I would though, because it's just my personality. It's I'm I'm an all-in type of dude. I want everything. If th- something's gonna happen, it's gonna be fucking great. Or else, yeah, I don't want it. You know, at least that that for me. I mean, the the squeeze is always worth the juice, no matter the outcome. Even in this situation, where it's like you end up getting blocked, which is the absolute worst thing that could have happened. <laughs> Especially when I'm being so available and open and honest and and understanding, right? But it is what it is. The fact is, life goes on, and another fact is, you learn from it, and whether you want to do the same thing or not, I don't know, that's person-by-person basis, and I don't know, it's a time basis, it's, I'm not going to lose hope though, because it's the strongest thing I have, I'm not going to lose my romantic side, I choose not to, it's easy to, it's easy, and that's what I'm saying, be careful, and people, and the opposite, whoever's listening, or whatever, if you're one of the person that don't do this, don't because it, could, it it fucks with people, you know, and um, it affects it. It's got that butterfly effect, man. Because now I could say, well, fuck this shit, you know, and I meet the next girl and I do what was done to me to her to kind of get the revenge that I never got. You know, it's it's so easy to step into these malicious traits. But the hard thing is to be yourself and be true to yourself and and don't lose that fucking good nature, man. At least I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, but I'm also telling myself, um, you know, I choose to fucking continue to go forward and not have this thing affect me and who I am and my decisions going forward. But that's going to take some time, though. You know, I need some time to recover, and that's just the truth of... Going all in like this, man. It's it's like I said. It takes you're gonna take a toll. But as long as you know it, you know. But it just the other part of that too. The other token to this is going all in on everything. All areas in my fucking life are all in right now, and you know nothing's panning out. <laughs> At least for the fucking time being. I mean, it's the process. Yes, it's great and all this shit, but it's like. It's just tough on the short term, although I know the long term is always a win. The long term is, it's true with who I am. But the short term, it's just dark, man. You know, and you're getting beat down after beat down after fucking beat down, you know. And how do you, how do you move forward? Right? Luckily, I've, I've I gotten to a place where I can recover and, and, you know, all the habits and all the shit that I've been talking about now, I... I you know, using those, taking the day off, letting it hit me, writing down the feelings, all that shit, letting it truly release, and then eliminating bad thoughts, bad thoughts, because it's so easy, you know, to get caught up into the, what the fuck, how did this even happen? But anyways, told you it was going to be a long ass uh, talk, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's week 45 recap, so took a chance, bet on Bet on romance. It didn't pan out. But, you know, you get knocked down and get back up. And keep moving forward. So, yeah, that's that's basically week 45 recap. So that stuff's been weighing on my mind. And although it was a productive week, it was still that was kind of lingering on and dealing with that and the emotions and the fucking, you know, the, the 
just feeling shitty about yourself and self-consciousness and all that stuff kicks in, man. You, we're only human. It's going to happen. But slowly, maturely, we'll definitely, we'll definitely turn the page and move on. And, and, and you know, there's a time where, hey, when I'll end, stay true to myself and it just didn't fucking work out. And that's life. But you just don't quit. At least that's my motto. It's, nah, I can't. Because if I were to quit, then that, that's, that's a weakness. That'd be not using a piece of who I really am. It's who I am, and I choose to be this, this, this fucking all-in dude in anything and everything I do. Because that's what gives meaning to my life. You know, taking those risks, taking those chances, having the fucking courage, you know, to be vulnerable, right? Because when it's great, it's fucking great. But when it's not, it is not, you know? Uh, but yeah, you just got to be ready for that. And I hope maybe this story, I don't know, helps somebody not make a fucked up decision. Because <laughs> it could, you know, if you uh, if you don't have a strong sense of who you are, it can really fucking break you and, and fuck a lot of people up, you know, in the interim, you know, the butterfly effect. And I feel like that happens a lot in our society. That's why people people are fucked up, man, in the mind and the way they do things. And it's just, it's just now ignore. Boom, done. You you're gone. You're out of my life. Just like that. Deal with that. How is that not gonna fuck with your mind? You know. And that this is not this is you know think about I know some crazy crazy ass stories i mean think about being with somebody for six months or a year and then doing something like that i mean anything is possible but you gotta stay true to yourself and react you know deal with it and move on because there's nothing else that you can do you can't nothing surprises me anymore like anything can fucking happen it's just knowing that that you're going in for that risk every single time so anyways 42 minutes holy shit Alright y'all, that's it, that's the story, uh, that's week 45 in the recap, and uh, with that said, <laughs> we'll see what happens in fucking week 46, right? Uh, yeah, but hey man, all in all, you're either in or you're out, at least for me, it's it's all in or, or not, and I feel like it, it's got a different got a different meaning to to life but people are different and it's not for everybody it's a dangerous fucking game you know it's a dangerous fucking game man so that's that till next time the journey from good to great continues the life process i will pick myself back up uh i will not feel fucking shitty and to all you romancers out there, if you go all in, you're fucked. So don't do it. <laughs> Just kidding. It happens. This is life, folks. This is fucking life. All right. Till next time. Over and out. Peace.